Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Point of Difference podcast or the Pod Pod as we like to be known. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace Crew, Matt Ricks. For those of you joining us for the first or second time, we are three brothers who all love the NRL and more importantly love playing NRL Supercoach. We like to unpick the impossible puzzle that is NRL Supercoach and conveying our thoughts and ideas to our audience each and every week. We've got a huge show tonight. Plenty to unpack from round eight of the NRL. It was truly a bit of a roller coaster round, um, which evened out a little bit towards the end, and plenty to look forward to for round nine this weekend. We are almost a third of the way through the NRL season where the cream starts to rise and the marshmallows begin to sink. Not sure which buoyancy category my fellow panelists sit in tonight, but it's a pleasure to welcome back the full squad to the pod. First up, we have the coach of the Casa Bonitas and recently returned Londonite, Dan Ricks. Dan, welcome back to the pod pod. Uh, how did round eight treat you? Uh, judging by your loss to tubes in the head-to-head, not so great. Yeah, thanks, Matty. It was a little bit disappointing. I ended up with a uh, 10.99, I believe, which is very much at par, if not a little bit lower. A uh, few disappointments, keeping for feeder, uh, losing, you know, all the money, losing the points, and now got to trade him out. A little bit disappointed with that. Uh, I've uh, picked up Sasagi, who's now been dropped. So, And I dropped uh, Ewan Aiken for Cleary last week. Uh, so, yeah, all uh, I'm, I'm actually positive this week because I see a lot of pods on the table. I think I've got to get a pod now. So looking forward to uh, making some some wild uh, wild calls today. You're still reasonably okay ranked, I saw. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm still about 8,000th, uh, so not too bad, but uh, getting further, it was about, further off the I thought it was about. I thought it was about 10,000th, but... Well, I, I, I don't think I looked at my <laughs> I don't think I looked at my rank. <laughs> uh, the rank dropped for the round, but yeah, about, about that. It's all right. It's like when in cricket, like you say you're averaging 30, but you're averaging 21. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Round up. Always round always up. Always round up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our second panellist tonight uh, was much missed last week. And if the pre-pod chat is anything to go by, he's coming back in his best extremo picante form on the famous Porto Heat Scale. It's Coach's Tubes' pod. Tubes, Tubes, welcome back to the pod pod and congrats on your win over Dan. Yeah, thanks, Matt. It was about the only good thing that happened over the weekend. Uh, I've come back feeling pretty refreshed after a, a couple of weeks off. On the pod, uh, it hasn't done me any good, uh, super coach wise. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 a, I'm a lowly twenty thousand ranked, um, and yeah, looking at some some ultra pod moves coming into the buy rounds. So I'm sure looking forward I'm sure to talking about them. I'm sure that's what the audience want to hear uh, with the with the ultra pod. There's a few different little strategies you can you can look at coming into to the buys, and I think we'll touch on that a bit later, but. Certainly, some opportunities to get uh, to get you know in and around a jump on some of these guys who might prove to be shrewd buyers, especially those guys who play round thirteen. Uh, we mentioned uh, you guys both ranked in the tens and twenty thousands. 
Uh, I'm pleased to say that I man- I'm pleased to say that I managed to bust out a, a 12.95 on the weekend, uh, which took my rank from a thousand up to 302. So I'm trying to add a, trying to add a little bit of credibility to the pod. A uh, few nice few nice little pod plays worked out for me. I um I bought in Isaiah Tass, who it's been pointed out to me I wrongly called Isaac Tass for, for the entire pod last week. Uh, but uh, yeah, bought him in and played him uh, over the top of Cooler, which was a really good result for his 84. Cody did got the job done for me as well with a 99. Uh, and it would be remiss of me not to mention you and Eight Gun with his booming 107. Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts and prayers out there for everyone who yeah. traded him to Talakai. Look, look, Matt, uh, just time wise, you can do another 20 minute pub recapping your entire weekend. Um, <laughs> Uh, separately look, for, for the listeners. I'm sure they're really yeah. interested in your play-by-play. Well, the listeners, play. Let's, let's the listeners up, know Maddie. The listeners know that super coach weeks and runs are hard to come by. So let me sort of, you know, have this moment, it, treat myself to the good times, and then next week when it all goes to shit, then, you know, everyone can give me a good kicking. Yeah, I think your turning point was the was the just swerving Mitch Barnett that week is is really kicked you. <laughs> it's really kicked you along. You've been on a green arrows ever since. Um, and while the while me and Dan have been heading back down, but mm. no, it's uh, well done. It was a it was a big week. Mm. No, thank you. Um, looking forward. I'm, I'm I'm pumped now to try and get into contention, and and yeah, I'm keen to hear your guys' thoughts on on how I can keep doing that. I spoke to Dad actually earlier, and he said, "Look, <laughs> I haven't told you this, but he said, look, it'd be great now if if Dan and Dom, he's ranked fifteen hundred, I'm ranked three hundred. If they could just get on board with us and just worry about our teams." <laughs> <laughs> he did that last I mean, year as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're looking. You know, you'll see people, the listeners will hear, but uh, myself and Tubes are going pretty wide this week with our trades, so it could all go wrong from this week on. So I think I think that could happen next week. We could just jump on your teams and, and yeah, yeah. home. Well, I'm, talk- I'm, gunning, I'm gunning for the top 100. So I've talked yeah. about an advisory role before and I'm happy to yeah. ride the coattails. Yeah, you're the youngest nice advisor. You're, 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 about to, you're trying to build a whole career on just being an advisor. So exactly. That's good. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, quick update on the Queenstown bet. So for those new to this, uh, we got a bet going. It's me and Dan versus Tubes and our old man. Uh, it's match play, so high score for each team week counts. And uh, and the prize is uh, shouting rounds of golf on our family trip to New Zealand, which should be a ripper. Dan, we're, uh, we've come from nowhere. We were way behind and we're surging ahead. Can we get an update, please? Yeah. Uh, yeah, old dot dot ball Maddie taking the twelve ninety five, which was nice. So uh, that uh, was counted via Dad's twelve fourteen. So once again, me and Tube's not anywhere near this race, uh, but it's taken us further in front, and now we now lead by uh, lead by ninety seven. So looking good. Can can I just add here? I've I've missed the pod since we like the Queenstown is a is revolving around our. Our golfing, and I haven't been living up to it super coach wise. I think I've contributed one score out of the first eight rounds, and Dad's done the other seven. But I just wanted to throw it out there that when we played real life golf two weeks ago, and it was me and Dad versus you two, it was the complete reverse. It was we were we were basically <laughs> using my ball ninety five percent of the time, which my handicap of twenty seven versus Dad's of 
whatever it is, sub fifteen or sub twelve these days. Uh, it was a it was a sight to behold. I think ninety five percent is a bit higher there, Tubes. I think I think Dad was patting one down the fairway, and then he just just let you let you rip, and you ha- happen to get about fifty percent of those big drives off. Anyway, we uh, we're in front, so all <laughs> all that matters. Uh, little little plug for our group code to get back involved. Uh, the code is seven three two six five four. Uh, coach, uh, the Rudy Doody is still leading the group, except that I'm now hot on his hammer into second place. So I'm I'm trying to win that so we can keep the prize in-house and I can invite a friend along to. Although I'm not sure if the Rudy Doody's were in, in time for the prize, but we got a really good good prize for those OGs who were in there. So once again, group code 732654. Uh, great to get as many Pod Pod listeners in there as possible. And hopefully someone can try and chase me down. All right, on to the team list and team changes and players of interest for the week, round nine. Thursday night, Rabbitohs v Broncos out there at uh, Acor Stadium. Big news for the Broncos, Payne Haas out. I think that it's two weeks. Can anyone confirm that for me? No. No. We've heard a bit of chat that it's two weeks, but I've only seen one for now. Um, so we might try and do a bit of digging while the pod's on. Uh, the other one out is Kurt Capewell, a uh, bit of another blow for the Bronx. So Paddy Carrigan comes in to start, timely return for him. He was quite good earlier in the year, I thought. Uh, and TC Rabadi starts on the edge, probably less than ideal, but we'll see how they go. Uh, importantly for the Bunnies, Isaiah Tass retains the centre spot over Tane Milne, who's named in the reserves and will no doubt be one of the most popular trading targets this week at bargain basement price. Dan, I'll start with you. Uh, Isaiah Tass, uh, is he a must-have for you this week? Yeah, well, I fortunately brought him in last week uh, for those downgrades to get clear in, so I'm, I'm very happy with that. I think he is a must-have for anyone who doesn't have him in his side, and he'll be a very popular downgrade to, to upgrade elsewhere. So definitely, uh, definitely bring him in. The thing I like about him is like they've had Jackson Paulo's on the bench. So it'd be interesting to see. You'd have to think he should get the whole game. Um, there was a quote from Dimitri after the game saying that he'd earned his spot. So that's really promising for his long-term prospect. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we're going to have to have a bit of a chat about him and Tui Pilotu later because he's also another another great buy this week. Yeah, I think the the question with Tass is, it's no doubt bring him in, but do you play him in your 17 this week? And I'm probably mm. leaning towards yes. Um, there's, a, there's a fair few other cheapies in centre wing now available, and I know people will be downgrading everywhere. So he's probably going to be that fourth spot, if not a fifth spot in reserves. Mm, pretty tough matchup for him against Herbie. Herbie's been playing pretty well. Mm. Uh, Tubes, Koala Matangi. I know he's someone you've had your eye on for a while. Uh, any danger of picking him up this week? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at him. I wouldn't say I'd had my eye on him for a while. He was brought to my attention just yesterday by Jono and <laughs> um and he's and he's really piqued my interest. Uh so I I've I've gone to our uh NRL Supercoach stats to do a little bit of research and uh it looks like so he didn't play he played only fifty minutes in the first couple of games and then since then he's played eighty minutes um for the last uh, six rounds, 
and he's averaged 78 uh, mm. over those six rounds. And uh, more importantly, he's actually averaged 50.33 in base over those six rounds, just base stats. Andy. Uh, so he is quite highly priced at 600 and. 58,000, but he's a definite option for those that, like myself, that are probably trading out for feeder this week. So he doesn't play round round 13. Mm. That's probably that's that's his main, but they've still got a, as we've talked about before, they've still got a decent run coming up Broncos, Warriors, Canberra, Tigers, Titans, St. George. Um, And uh, yeah, he seems to be getting a bit more attacking ball this year as well. So, I think he might be making his way into the Tubes' pods this week. It's a very yeah, high they, price. For, yeah, very uh, high price. 50 very base high. even. Too high for me. He scored four tries in the last six weeks in those 80-minute games. So he's probably slightly outperforming his expectation on that front. He is getting a lot of good ball on the right. Ilias likes to hit him short there. And I feel bad for you a bit there, Tubes, cause you, and, and anyone who owns Campbell Graham, I mean, the junk time assist aside. Oh, beautiful. He's just not getting any quality ball. And then when he does, he's got Flipper's Mansour to pass it to. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping Mansour would get dropped this week, uh, find some time. He still might. Shuffle. He still might. Surely there's got to be a chance. Like, um, yeah, don't want to bag him too much, but he's, there's just not a lot of quality. He's lost his any speed and, and strength, which were his two main. Uh, I guess quality points. In yeah, well, his he early could never career. he could never hold the ball. Yeah, but he's he was never very, been... he was a very strong exit set runner. Yeah, and you wouldn't call him a the you know. I think Jono said to me on Friday night. He said he sort of invented the the strong winger, and and I said, well, he probably benefited from it. Can't don't think you can credit him for him for inventing or innovating too much. Yeah, how good? How good? Uh, uh, Jono obviously never saw Eric Growth Senior. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you have something to add there? Yeah, so I just wanted to touch on uh, Cam Murray. Uh, I know a lot of people will be looking for a replacement on Fafita uh, at 714k, I believe. Uh, do you think that's a that's a decent price for him? Yeah, uh, I from what I've seen this year, Murray is a, a final team player that you want. The question for me is, like, I think he's the best Fafita replacement in the back row, like for like. The question is, is this the right time to get him? And we have seen him get a bit of a rest in some of these easier games when they've got them won. So, yeah, I think that, I think it just comes down to a question of can you spend that money elsewhere with upgrade options or downgrade options? But for me, he's someone that I want in my team sooner rather than later. Tubes? Yeah, I won't be getting him before Origin. Um, I wish I started the year with him. Like I'm sure, like a lot of other players, um, but yeah, I won't be looking at him over the Origin period. Given he'll play, he's he's a lock for the lock position for the Blues. Is he? Should be. He's definitely a bench spot he, at I, least. Yeah, I don't think he's. I think Yo's got the lock role, doesn't no, he? Well, he's, lo- he's a lock for a middle role for the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I think he's. I think he should get a bench spot. Yeah, I think it, those minutes are just that little bit up in the air to turn me off a little bit. Uh, you you can go up sort of seventy k to to my man IPAP, uh, and I might be doing that this week uh, if I'm not going to pod. He's just you, he's just he's just so 
like he looks like he's not doing a lot. Like on the weekend against Manly, he looked like he was kind of having a quiet game. And as a non-owner, I was like, yes, finally. Like we're just gonna we're gonna get him beat here. Like this mm. is good. Because especially with so many teams up the top have him because he's done so well. So he's 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 propelled them up there. Mm. And then he just bobs up with a try, the easiest stroll over try under the post line break try, bang, um, yeah. thirty points. I think him him and IPAP are yeah, two sort of must have second rows at some time during the year. And, yeah, and it's pre- they're it's also pretty strong tough going. Holds. They're strong holds. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough going. Yeah, you wouldn't. I don't think you can sell those guys through Origin. Don't think there's any point. You're no. gonna need them back. Mm. What about on the uh, on the Bronx team? Obviously, the big thing here is Payne Haas. So, Tubes, does it come down for you as a Haas owner to how long he's out, or are you looking to move him on regardless if it's only the week? I think we'll uh, cover this in a, in more depth in questions with Tubes uh, coming back to the pod later on. But uh, for me, I'll be holding Haas. I've got plenty of other areas to clean up this week, so I'll I'll hold him and 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 reassess next week. Dan, what are your Haas thoughts? Yeah, well, I think for me, I got Fafita to get rid of, and he's the more pressing issue. So I think I'm going to hold Haas. I, I don't like it, but I've got to play Max King in that starting starting front row forward position. Mm. So uh, look. I think unless you've got no issues and your team is flying, I would just be holding him for the for the meantime and hoping it's only a one week thing. They they are notorious these injuries though to decrease output. Uh, so if he does come back in next week, you might not see that amount of tackles, that amount of hit ups, and even you know Kevy might limit his minutes a little bit more as well. So uh, it's a really tough call at the moment. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually on the other side of that at the moment. So I'm a Haas owner, and at this stage, I'm probably going to trade him. Now, I, I didn't want to because I was just going to slot Max King in as well and probably take the kind of 20 to 30-point hit that that's likely to incur, but save the trade. But what it uh, it kind of allows me to get Tui Pilotu in um, for a cheaper center wing. So I'm going to have a look at that. He's not going to play round 13, obviously, because he'll be playing Origin. He's out this week round nine, could be out round 10, could have diminished performance. Um, it's kind of just not – I think I'd rather just risk the trade and then look to get him back in when I know he's fully fit after origin. So that's kind of where my head's at at the moment. And I'll, I will caveat that with I'm not that comfortable with his replacements in the front row. Like IPAP and Haas, Dan, I, I think you agree, is the premium front row starting uh, yeah. players that you want. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's downgrade for a little bit of cash to like a to a Pangai, to a Lolo, to a Clemmer even. But uh, I think I'm, I think Lolo. I think unless you go cheaper, like I mean, he keeps getting it done. But like, is Josh King maybe? I mean, it's a bit of a question without notice. But is Josh King like a feasible? He keeps getting the minutes. He keeps getting the job done. Like he's still relatively okay priced. I think just not bringing him in beforehand. I'm not. Uh, I I can't can't mm. see myself. I, I see myself if I bring him in, he's just going to flop. So I'm. I mean, yeah, that's victim. That's victim. That's victim mentality, though, Dan. So <laughs> I'm a big big victim <laughs> this year. Um, yeah, I think I think Pangai and Lolo are the two standout options, though. Mm. Um, and we'll have a bit more of a chat about them later on. 
Right. Uh, next game is Raiders versus Bulldogs Friday night down there at GIO. The Raiders are an absolute rabble. They've got mass changes. Uh, former captain Jared Croker slots back in at center. CNK to fullback. Jordan Rapana back to the wing. Jack Whiten gets two weeks suspension uh, for a spear tackle. Um, Adam Elliott, uh, sadly for me, is starting hooker again. Uh, I think we've got a bit to talk about with young Adam Elliott. Uh, I think he's a bit of a popular trading option this week. Uh, and then for the Bulldogs, uh, Brent Naden and Josh Jackson come back in from a COVID and injury layoff. Let's get the uh, the obvious housekeeping stuff here out of the way. Uh, Dan, Adam Elliott, trap? Massive trap. Uh, no trap idea. of the year, I believe. Trap of the year, perhaps. Uh, he... I don't think he's that good at all at, at NRL. Uh, he's been horrible coming off the bench for Raiders this year. I don't know Ricky. I don't know what Ricky saw putting him in at hooker. Threw a he couple of that, nice spirals at training. Yeah. Well, he got that. Um, he got that sort of line break, little mini break on the weekend early on, uh, which Ricky obviously liked, and he's he's kept him there. Uh, you know, I do feel for Starling owners. He looked great as an eighty-minute hooker. Uh, even even for the Raiders in in real rugby league, not just Super Coach. So, uh, look, I would stay well away from Adam Elliott. He could be out of the team next week. He could be off the bench and getting fifteen minutes. Uh, so, too much risk for me. Could be off the bench this week. Mm. Ricky just doesn't care. He just names him anywhere. Then we'll play him. Yeah, middle um, middle forward in the Raiders. Just stay well away. Yeah, like Ricky probably thought it, it was a success from the weekend, but yeah. Do, do not, uh, yeah, uh, official advice, do not buy Adam Elliott. Matt Burton is someone, Dan, you've also floated uh, as a potential pot option. He's only 414K now. Um, is he someone you could look to come in to cover the buy as a pod? Yeah, I see him as a as a massive pot option this week. Uh, Bulldogs have a great run coming up for the next four. Uh, obviously getting a win, there's going to be a bit of momentum coming in from that last week playing the Raiders, who just looked absolutely dreadful, particularly that second half last week. Uh, we know Matty Burden has some pedigree from last year. Uh, he is playing that 5-8 role, getting in, getting involved, uh, and he's just got to put some attacking stats on the board. So, look, he is, he is a risk. His base is around 25, which isn't exceptional, but it's not too bad for a half. He's going to be that dominant half in that, in that team. So if they can start to put some points on the board, uh, I think he's going to hopefully get up to about that 60, 65 average for the next four and plays the first buy. So they've got a pretty sneaky little good run now. They play the Raiders, then the Knights, Tigers, Dragons, and then they get the Panthers in round 13, which um, they'll have all their origin players out. So pretty tidy little run. Uh, Tubes, do you reckon he's any chance to play origin? Yeah, I think he's a pretty good chance of playing origin. There's some chat that he, if Latrell's not back, that he might make that left centre role with uh, Luai, To'o um, on the wing and and the Burton combination um, from last year from the Panthers. Uh, he's, in my opinion, would be a pretty good to fill in that 14 role. Um, obviously, it looks like little Pappy probably going to take that at this point in time. But I, I, I really liked him as an option at the start of the year, waiting for him yeah. to have this drop. But he's also lost the goal kicking with Flanagan back in the team. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, and, and 
as much as the dogs were fired up over a terrible Roosters team over the weekend, I just can't see the attacking stats really starting to flow in the team. No. So I, I don't think I, there's enough risk there that he'd be, he feels too pod for me, Dan. Didn't he, and, didn't he kick on the weekend? He definitely kicked at least one goal. I don't know. Kicked two. Maybe are they doing, are they doing the left and right thing? No, he kicked one. I just saw, uh, my son, Owie, uh, he, he loves the Fox and he replayed Fox's intercept 12 times just before he went to bed. <laughs> and Burton converted that. And oh, that yeah, was to he, the kicked, left, he kicked both the their goals. The um, he so, kicked both their goals on the weekend. Um, yeah, I think, I think he's just you know putting it on himself to take the goal kick in, and you know I, I, I think he's you know being a dominant half, he's going to be a hundred k less than say a Cody Walker. If he matches Cody Walker over the next few and plays that buy round, uh, I think it's a definite massive pod option going against the green. That I was just, the first, I just don't think he's got. I just don't think he's got the ceiling at the moment. That was the first week he's kicked since Flanagan's been in the team. So not sure if there was okay. an injury, but Flanagan's kicked since he's come in, and then last weekend. But Flanagan did have a shocker kicking wise against the Broncos, so maybe Burton's won it back. So mm. yeah, keep an eye on him. I really, I, I wouldn't. I don't think he'd look out of place in a Blues jersey though. Yeah, I think it's a huge risk. I know they think very, Freddie thinks very highly of him, so a little bit risky for me. But Dan, I can see where you're coming from. Anyone else to touch on there? Dan from the Dogs, JMK, someone who you brought up a couple of times. Yeah, the, uh, JMK is showing some good potential as a, as a quality hooker. He's getting those big minutes. Uh, I am tentatively looking at him uh, for that. Jer- Jeremy Marshall King. Jeremy Marshall King. Jeremy Marshall King. Yeah. So I think he's he's top. Uh, point scorer, super coach wise for the dogs this year uh, and might be a good sort of second hooker uh, for the buy option going forward. That second hook, hooker spot is open. I actually don't mind that shout. Like you can kind of plug anyone in there because mm-hmm. obviously Randall's got to go or has gone for most teams. So, Well, I think Starling was that premium second option mm. for the first buy, but now Ricky's done a Ricky on him. So I think it's a bit more open. Uh even potentially looking at, I think uh, Melbourne have a tough run coming up uh, after this week. So there is, if 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 Harry Grant is at top dollar, say around eight hundred k, do you you know trade him out? Uh, hopefully he goes a bit bit lower and then no. uh, and has Origin coming up. No answer is no. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. He's just too good. They're just, I just, I, I don't know how you trade any Storm players out, <laughs> including you definitely Xavier can't Coates. this week. You can't this week. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the other uh, one for I, that game uh, is Jordan Rapana going back to the wing. Uh, he's he's quite a low price again, uh, so he can go on a bit of a bit of a run as well. But on, I, on. didn't you, be... didn't you float him? Didn't you float him as an option when he went to fullback from the wing? And now he's saying, "Oh, he's back to the wing." <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. His, his his base output went drastically down at fullback. So I want to. Uh, I think back to the wing. He's, he loves getting. He he loves that roaming role sort of thing that Joey Manu does. So. I think first round on the wing, he got two try assists through the middle. So, yeah, I just got to stay away from all these bad teams outside backs. Like, I think Dan's just his mind's wandering back to 2014 when he was in the when he was first (laughs) overall, and I'm guessing Rapana was a bit of a super coach gun back then. Um, 
and uh, yeah, you just you got to get nostalgic. Yeah, got to yeah. get back to 2022. Your coaching methodologies just aren't working anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll I have I to did. start. Call, I have to start calling you Ricky Stewart. I think I did uh, say the other week. I, I think I started the year with all the guns of old and should have been looking looking to the future. So, yeah, you may be talking out of that one, boys. Uh, the next game is Panthers versus Eels Friday night out there at Bluebet Stadium. Uh, Panthers, uh, no changes, going quite well, eight from eight. Uh, Brian, big bad Brian Toto and Moses Leota are named amongst the reserves for their comebacks. Uh, for the Eels, Dylan Brown, hallelujah, moves back to the six jersey, get that six back on his back. And Sean Russell is named in the extended squad, popular cheapie from early in the season. Uh, Tubes, I'll start with you. Um, Give a little bit of a spoiler alert that uh, you'll be touching on the Dylan Brown, Jake Arthur saga in Tubes of Tyrade later, but good to see Dillbags back in the six. Yeah, it is good uh, for owners of Dillbags. I traded him out last week or two weeks ago for someone. I think I brought in Cody Walker. Um, or I brought it. I, I tra- he went last week for Nico Hines uh, when he was named in the centers. So. Good for owners to see him back. Uh, now that he's not an owner of Tubes' pods, I, I'm sort of just death riding him and the Parramatta Eels because I can't stand them. So, um, but but he's a he's, he's a gun, and I, the only reason he'd be coming back into my team now is if there's that possibility he gets the centre wing jewel after pa- playing a couple of games at the centre wing uh, when the round twelve. I think they need. I think they need happen. three. I think they need three games, but yeah. Maybe, Dan. Yeah, I think I think they need three. So I think, unfortunately, if he got named this week at centre, he would have definitely got it. I think. But uh, look for owners. It's great to have him back at six. I think the question is, people are looking at sort of Cody Walker downgrade to the five eight now that he's sort of reached his bottom out price. So some people will be considering still trading him out. Uh, I think he's pretty much if he's at six, just a set and forget now. I wouldn't be trading down to Cody Walker. Uh, mm. Cody has a lower uh, basement than him for sure. I think Dill Brown will still average uh, around that 60 to 70 mark for the year. So he would be an easy hold for me. Uh, in saying that, I wouldn't be looking to buy him uh, this week coming up against the Panthers. No, he's definitely not a buy. 670K. Um, but yeah, uh, it's interesting the hold. Like I think there will be, uh, it will be, that will be, an antipod play to hold him. I would have thought, I think most people will be trained. He doesn't play around 13. As you say, Cody Walker is a popular option. I haven't been, I mean, we didn't really touch on him too much in the Souths analysis, but it still doesn't feel right with Cody. He looks, he looks pretty good, but it's, I still don't feel like he's about to bust out a run of tons tubes. Would you say the same or you're feeling pretty confident? He's looked better each week. There's something still uh, a little bit not, as crisp as as it was last year with his passing game, but I've been pretty happy with his last couple of weeks' output. He has definitely been feeling like he's trying to get involved a bit more and and looking a bit more lively. Uh, so I I feel once it all clicks, he, he's there's still plenty of games against not great teams for him to go on a run. Yeah, I think just against twelve men last week, uh, and he didn't turn up even though he had a lot of ball. Uh, you know, I think South should have put them to to the sword a bit earlier, and they didn't. 
Uh, I think he's still got a few of those games of the 20, 30 points in him. So I think most people will be looking to trade him in for that right this week, uh, and I'm probably going to go against him. Yeah, they've still got the good run. He's he's fine for me, but I, I'm not sure that he's the the necessary buy for for deal bags like you mentioned. So, um, for the Panthers, May and Tago tubes uh, are either of them on the chopping block for you this week. Uh, I'll keep them both. If May gets dropped for Tao, he's he'll probably go. Uh, he's five hundred twenty-six thousand. Really? Uh, five hundred twenty-six thousand. He does if he doesn't make their starting thirteen, or then um, I'll probably be getting rid of him. Uh, what if he makes round? He'll still make round thirteen. You you don't think keeping that money on the pine for the next month is is feasible? Seems a bit silly to me. Um, when I've got, I'll be downgrading one of my center wings to uh, Isaiah Isaiah Tass uh, this week, and. <laughs> Uh, my center wings are not too bad, so I, I, I might have to do Panasini if it's not May, and I'd rather keep Panasini. Yep. Um, so I'm sort of half hoping that May just gets dropped. Dan, you you, uh, you were chatting pre-pod, and you were you were pretty firmly in the keep Tyrone May camp. Yeah, for me. Uh, uh, sorry, mean, sorry. What's this kid's name? Taylor May. Tyrone. Don't go near Tyrone May. Taylor May. Anyone? For me. I've got more pressing issues in David Fafida, Payne Haas. Like there's guys who aren't playing at all. So he's going to be fully fit if he does play. Uh, if he gets dropped, he's still a big chance of coming back in even before that buy round. But he does play that buy round for me. I'm going to be cashed up with some other trade down. So easy to hold. I think Targa is still a hold as well. Like he's still basing around 35 plus each week. Uh, if he starts to jag a couple more tries, he's going to still be in that. I think that top tier center wing option. Yeah, they're they're both they're both easy holds if if they're playing for me. Like yeah. I wouldn't consider like Tago hasn't been going on a tear lately, but like Penrith are going off minus between minus ten and minus twenty every week. Like they're going to put on some scores of forty plus, and when that happens, these guys are going to get tries. So. Yeah, if yeah. they're playing easy holds and they play round thirteen, yeah. it's just I, I I can't see any it's, logic in trading them out if they're if they're fitting on the park. There's honestly nothing worse in Supercoach than not owning Nathan Cleary and watching a Panthers game. They just they don't <laughs> they they never stop. Like they just keep like when you say that they could put on forty, it's like it's their mission every week to put forty on teams. Like a bit like the Storm. Yeah, I'd a bit say. Like yeah, I mean the storm sort of seem like they're doing it. Just they're play, they're playing park footy, like they're having a good time. Whereas the Panthers just look like they just want to destroy team souls, <laughs> taking souls. Yeah. David Goggins style. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. we got Brian Toto possibly coming in there. So if 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 Taylor, well, that's May's, the big watch for Taylor May. Yeah. Like, um, you know, he's definitely not a buy. Still huge high price, I think high break even. Don't go near him. Plays uh, Origin. Probably plays Origin. Origin, even if he just gets a couple of games under his belt. So uh, Definitely yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, even if he's back, and the, the interesting thing there is, so obviously when Staines is on the other wing, Toto gets the complete line share of the Bullocking base work out of their own half. But with Tail and May there, and this actually is going to impact May, even if he holds his spot. Um they're fighting for those rucks out. Um, they're not going to get as much work as they would usually. So 
Jess probably just wanted to watch on both of those both of those guys as they come back um, as Toto comes back into the team. Uh, just on um, Panasini tubes, he's going to be a popular ish. Just with so many cheapies coming through in the center wing, he's. Do you guys think tubes? I'll start with you. Is he someone who's expendable in the center wing now, like to be moved on? He is for me because I've still just got, I think, better guns in the in the center wing, um, like Lomax and Graham, and then a couple of okay cheapies. So he's if May. Like I said, for me, it's between him and May to downgrade at the moment. So, but I think if you're not in that position, that yeah, he's a worthwhile hold. Um, his his base is so good that he's probably going to hover around the four sixty k mark where he is now, and he's just a you know a few tries and attacking stats away from from uh, increasing his price. Yeah, I, I watched him closely on the weekend. And I have seen him play, but I watched him closely. I thought he looked really, really good. And that was in a side who was convincingly beaten. Um, I'm going to be doing everything I can to hold him, but I do concede that um, he is, is a chance. You know, his break even's 33 now. I don't think he's maxed in price yet. Like, he's only scored one try, um, and he looks good. So, Eels have got a tough run, though. So, I think if you do need to trade, if it's down to him or Taylor May... Unless May gets dropped, then it's a different conversation. But I think Panasini is the trade out there. But do what you can to hold. Well, I, yeah. I like a bit of balance in my center wing side. So if, if I've got sort of going forward, if I've got Panthers, Targo uh, and Panasini, I'd be happy with that. So I'm, I'd probably look to drop May. Mm. You still got, a, um, I think, 34 average in base, 44 average base plus power. That's pretty good for a center wing in uh, top four side, and yep. again, I don't have many eels. I've got no eels in the in the halves. I've got no IPAP. Uh, I want someone in the eels scoring some scoring some points, and he's an easy play for me in that center wing. So I'd uh, I'd probably be looking to hold him over Taylor May. Yeah, yeah, I I I want to hold him. I agree. Uh, the next game is Sea Eagles versus the West Tigers. Uh, that game is at Four Points Stadium up there at Brookie. Uh, Tommy Turbo back in action for the Manly Seagulls. Um, be some very happy fans out there. Already seen a lot of super coaches out there uh, saying they're getting him in this week, trying to get a jump on the field. Uh, Brad Parker and Jason Saab are both out uh, for extended periods, I think up to a month. Uh, that sees young Burbo. We've, we found out he exists on the weekend. He's back into the starting side at center for his first start in the NRL. And, uh, Christian Tui Pilotu, who has been a powerhouse since he's come into the team, uh, keeps his spot on the wing. Interesting to see who plays left and right out of him and Garrick. Um, we'll we'll have a bit of a chat about that because there's, there's a bit of potential impact there. Uh, and uh, Talatau Cooler keeps his spot, the stubby cooler. So well done to him. Uh, Homale Olakawatu is back, recently left the Terrace Crew lineup. Uh, and for the terrace crew, and for the terrace crew, for the Tigers, uh, David Nofaluma, who is just starting to hit a bit of form, is out. Not actually sure what's wrong with him there. Um, and the big Luch is out as well. Luciano Lelua, uh, Stefano comes back on via the bench along with the Peach. Boys, plenty to get through in this one. Uh, first of all, Turbo. I presume neither of you, with other priorities, are bringing him in this week. But could you put anyone off bringing him in this week? I'll start with you, Tubes. Yeah, I'm not bringing him in. Uh, 
depend. I, I couldn't put anyone off depending on who they were trading. My fullbacks are still Tedesco and Pappenhausen, uh, and I can't see any need to trade either of those two uh, yet. Uh, so Teddy's put together a couple of good scores and is going to go back up in price. I think if you've got the money from a downgrade from Fafida and you've got a you know mid-level fullback Taff or someone sitting with Pappenhausen, then yeah, that's that's a great option to look at bringing in uh, Turbo for this week if you can afford it. Dan, it's pretty close to Origin now, and the Manly draw isn't super, but this is ob- the the obvious fixture that you would want him for. Is it a now or never situation before Origin? He's obviously got a break even of over 160. Uh, how how do you see Turbo from a strategic perspective? Well, just on that break even of 160, he's probably the only one in Supercoach apart from Cleary who you're looking at and going, well, he could get that this and weekend. Uh, yeah, and perhaps obviously, but uh, for me, it's too much too much going on. Coming off an injury. Uh, origin looming, high price still. Uh, I would only be looking to bring him in if I was worried about something was going on with Paps. That would be the only thing for me. Uh, but certainly, if as Don, as Tubes said, if you've only got one gun fullback, uh, he would be top target to bring in. I'm having a, a weird sense of deja vu. I remember this year, this time last year, or it was a bit earlier in the season, that I weighed up that Gutho only have to average 10 less than him to be a hold through origin <laughs> and I went with Gutho instead of Turbo at roughly the same price and it completely ruined my season. It doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel like that. He's like what 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 is he? 950k? Like yeah. It's it's a lot of money and obviously he hasn't turned up yet this year. He's got four scores all under 100. He obviously has looked alright. He's coming off a bit of an injury. I don't know. Like I I think he's around 18 for me, is when I'm going to be looking at him. If it costs me my season again, then so be it. And we might be having a very different conversation next week. But, yeah, I'm with YouTubes. I've got Teddy. I think he, Teddy's looking great. He just can't get attacking stats at the moment. And hopefully the Roosters can figure out whatever problems they've got there. So I'll be hoping. Uh, Dan, Christian Tuipilotu, uh, easy buy-in this week, obviously. Uh, how do you rate him against if it's him or Isaiah Tass? So yeah, big big winner from this from last week's injuries to Pilotu. That was the big doubt uh, with Turbo coming back this week. Would he retain his spot? And obviously, two injuries to the back line has opened that right up for him. Uh, he looks a good player. He's a strong ball runner, and he's going to get a few of those sort of uh, stroll over tries. So easy easy to bring him in. Still, he's 120k more than Tass. So I'd be I'd I'd still be looking to bring Tass over him if you're going for a, for a interesting. Cheeky. Tubes, interested in your opinion there as well. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm similar to Dan. I, I'm i pretty keen on both him and Tars, but uh, if it was between the two of them, I'd be uh, bringing in Tars over him as well. Uh, but I guess with Turbo back playing the Tigers this week, you'd be wanting to be bring him in and, and play in this week because there could be a few tries and he could be in for a big score and a big bump up in price. But they don't have the easiest draw coming up, Manly. Obviously, they got Storm in the next couple of weeks uh, and some other big games. 
and Manly are flat track bullies. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it might be a bit tough. Regardless, he should make bulk cash now. And he'll play Origin round 13, sorry. And he'll play in round 13. So, yeah, easy trading. Um, we'll talk a bit more about my opinion on, on that later versus him versus Tass. Um, just quickly on um, on Cooler, would you you'd be both be playing Tua Pilotu instead of Cooler this week if you had to pick? In your 17, that is? Yeah, I would. I don't have Tua Pilotu. I'm not bringing him in, uh, but I would be playing him over Cooler. I'm, I'm not touching Cooler in the 17 at the moment. Tubes? Yeah, definitely. Same thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, agree. Just you can see what Turbo did for those for Jason Saab last year. Jason Saab can't get out of his own way when Turbo doesn't play, um, but suddenly turns into a try scoring machine when he does. So, yeah, a two plus two could have a huge ceiling with Turbo back. Uh, don't need to touch on too much on Burbo. Don't get him in. He's still got a high BE, even with a high one hundred, even with a one hundred eighty eight. Uh, basement price. Um, see how he goes this week. He'll be his first eighty-minute game if he gets eighty. Uh, Josh Schuster tubes. You've been you, as soon as he, as soon as you saw him the other night, you were going bringing him in next week. Pod, let's get him. Let's get him wound up. I mean, to be honest, as soon as I saw him, I think I made the comment that he's <laughs> he's, he's packing into the front row. Uh, that was my first manager, impression. Manager scene. wants him to play five eight apparently, and yeah, man, in the club. manager wants him to play five eight, but he looked like he could be packing in the front row early days. But uh, as soon as I saw him play, geez, his ha- he has some silky hands, and I thought he looked he looked good. Uh, I'm tossing up this week. I'm getting rid of Sam Walker finally from my team, and and I'm looking at my five eight options because I've already owned Cody Walker and. It's a toss-up between him and Drinkwater and Schuster at the moment. Really? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, he's a bit of a pod option, but yeah, uh, I think I don't uh, mind it. Could could be all right. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't go near it myself, but it's a bit too. It's a bit too. <laughs> bit too I just I, I just feel at his price. He's what is he five thirty three? Like it's it's a pretty premium price. I think if you're gonna um, pod, if you're gonna go him as a pod, go him this week. Um, yeah. And you're just banking against Tigers. He'll he'll have a stormer. Uh, and you know, like a downgrade for a, for a Fafita or something like that to free up cash elsewhere and plays that round thirteen buy. So, uh, I'm uh, I think I'm looking for the Ultra Pod team to bring him in. Actually, I it's entirely feasible that he goes on a bit of a tear and averages eighty over the next month. Yeah, Jubes, yeah, would you? So. Yeah, 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 uh, definitely. And it's entirely feasible that he takes a another turbo back. He takes another leap this year. He was a yeah. rookie last year, and and he, yep. he he could be a focal point of their attack, but it's he's hard also to know. he's also he's also like it's pretty it's pretty barren up there in second row forward. So if you did get him in, and then you could feasibly move him up to the back row and bring in another five eight option. So that's another kind of feather in his cap in terms yeah. of as a, as a he is carrying a, a bring in option. Though. He's carrying uh, plenty so of weight. Yeah, so like you know, playing eighty minutes on the edge, I don't think that work output's going to be there. So you're gonna you're gonna have to rely on tack. I doubt it. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to get eighty. Like, what did he? What did he get on the weekend? Like fifty? I'll just have a quick look at that. While we're, yeah. I'd want um, him to get an eighty. I, I'd say they're building a lap to it. Sixty-nine, sixty-nine minutes. Not too bad. Mm. He'll be better so, for the run. Yeah, he'd, he'd want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not a lot to talk about with the Tigers. Um, bit unlucky not to win last week. Uh, probably Luke Brooks for your draft teams. If any draft players out there. Um, and he's not picked up. 
Someone we spoke about quickly pre-pod, Dan James Tamo, putting together a little bit of a run, but he's probably a hard avoid given they don't play round 13 and uh, he hasn't had the highest level of consistency throughout his career. Yeah, I would be staying well clear of James Tamo. I think he's averaged 40 for his career and he's had two outlier big games the last two. Uh, one included a try, I think, and, and then a line break on the weekend. So, uh, yeah, just... Don't get his base. It. His base is up. His base is up, but yeah, whether he can keep that going is is remains to be seen. Similar to Clemmer, I think it's they're they're both sort of having sort of outlier stats the last few. Uh, it's very tough to see them doing that on a run of six or seven games. So I wouldn't be going near either of them. Send him off. Send the dressing off. Get him off the field. That was diabolical. The next game is Roosters versus Titans. Anyone know where this game is? I think it's at I think it's at the SCG, but it could be one of those uh, neutral venue games uh, for the Roosters. Sorry, let me just pick up my notes here. Uh, Tupu and Momorovsky are back into the team. Billy Smith is on an extended bench. Uh, good to see him back and named. Uh, David Fafida, obviously, the big news of the week is out for a month with a medial strain, uh, and he's replaced in the squad by Sam McIntyre. Uh, Dan, uh, Greg Marzu and Corey Thompson, wingers for the Titans, are they op- either of them options in your eyes? I see Greg Marzu as a, as a massive pod this week. Uh, 470 something K, he's got great base output, great base, base plus power. I would be looking to bring him in. Corey Podson, Corey Thompson isn't the Corey Podson of last year. Uh, and, you know, there is some issues with, uh, he may, he, he may be dropped. Sammy obviously had a decent start to the year. Uh, there's a, just a one too many of those sort of center wing guys that uh, I think they could be could be looking to drop him if he if he has a couple of bad performances. So Marju would definitely be a great pickup. I can't bring, it, bring him in this week just because I've got other pressing trade outs. Agree. If you had luxury, I think there's too many things going on. But yeah, I am actually want to get Marju in for round 13. I think he's a great buy. Uh Tubes, Angus Crichton back to somewhere near his best on the weekend with an 80. Yeah, that game actually is mad. It's up in Mackay. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought so. And which is which is interesting. The Crichton was yeah, back back to an edge, back to 80 minutes, and looking every bit the super coach gun that he is. Uh he's at a good price to to bring him in for those that are potentially doing a Fafita downgrade. Uh, the only reason you wouldn't be is is he. I still think he's probably a good chance of making Origin as well in one of those bench spots uh, coming up. So whether or not you want to be bringing in a 500k guy that you know is not going to uh, is going to be playing Origin, but he's a definite strong option and doing what he does best back to an 80 minute back row. I reckon as a bit of a um, a pod play there, you could bring him in and take the risk that he doesn't make Origin. Like he has to be a bit like what what role does he play? Like he's not going to start, is he in Origin? Who are the starting back rowers for New South Wales? Yeah, he doesn't start. He plays off the bench, but he covers but, covers middle, covers back yeah, row. Plays middle, but they yeah. got Murray as well, who's a better version of Crichton at the moment. I think really. he'll still be there. I I think they'll. I think they'll stay loyal to him. Uh, I, you know, Dom threw up, Tubes threw up Kaloa Matangi at 660K. Uh, you know, an 80 minute back rower in Angus Crichton at 520K. 
Uh, I certainly see him as a pickup this week. I think he can turn it around. His base stats are, are really good. Even though he's had a bit of a lowly time and early on in the season, he's he's right for the picking this week. Right. Uh, we won't talk too much more about that game. Not 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 a ton to talk about. Uh, Alex uh, AJ Brimson is probably one tubes. Um, Garnering a little bit of interest. Uh, round 13, he could make origin though. I kind of like him a lot better. He's, I think he's previously got to almost 700K as a fullback in Supercoach. So he'd be a pretty extreme pod. Is he someone you could contemplate? Not for me. I've He's looked terrible this season. I know that going back to fullback should hopefully sort that out. But yeah, it feels like too big of a risk for someone that's just out of form, and I just don't trust this Titans team uh, at the moment. So I'll I'll be avoiding them. But definitely going back to fullback, there's a bit more appeal there, uh, especially having a dual positional status. Four twenty eight k. I think you, if you're kind of desperate or you are in search of a good pod, I I don't think he's the worst. But yeah, he could play Origin. I'm sure he played Origin in the centers. I think that's when they were a bit short. I'd be surprised if he, he maybe gets 14, but I'd be surprised. I think he does. Ben Hunt will get 14. No, Ben Hunt will be 14 over him. But he's yeah, he's he's not far away from it either way. Is Ben Hunt not their hooker? Yeah, don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think yeah. he get I think he gets there. I think they look they he, he showed his sort of origin level when he played that well, when Queensland won the series. So uh, I think he'll he'll make the spot, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay clear of him for that for that reason. Uh, yeah. The other one from that game, I think I mean, Harry would... Grant might have something to say. Oh yeah, there we go. He could be all right. I'm staying clear of AJ. Oh, yeah, He's not that, a bad player. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Who who before Tube's rudely interrupted by correcting us? Who who were you gonna say that you got your eye on in that game? Just another one from that. Roosters Titans game. Uh, Sammy Walker. I'm an owner. Pretty disappointed with his nine points on the weekend. Uh, it ha- he hasn't really looked like turning it around at all. It doesn't look like he's got the ceiling of last year where he could go for 150. Uh, decent lineup again, but I just can't trust the Roosters attacking wise this year. Uh, is there any reason for owners uh, to hold it? Tube, you're an owner. It's probably you can probably take that one. I think only if you have to fix up other areas, more importantly, uh, is break-evens 112 this week. So it's not out of this world that he can't get a good score against the Titans up in Mackay this weekend. Uh, But I just want him out of my team. I'm just sick of watching him. I'm just, just, yeah, so I I think you have to get rid of him. Round 13 is the only reason, but yeah. There's better options, surely. Even then, Roosters are going to be missing their origin stars. I said it on the weekend. If Roosters didn't have tw- uh, Teddy, they'd be looking at, you know, mm, wooden spoon contenders right now. I think they're that bad, but yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, 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 we, yeah. you know, I went yeah, all in on disappointing. them and I've been watching them every week yeah, and it is right. very, very frustrating. Uh, so, look, I, I'll probably drop him this week for, for another sort of hopefully pod option at, at centre. I mean, uh, actually, if eight. you were to say, is there any reason to hold, it's that you're dropping him. There's a good chance he puts in <laughs> 100 plus this weekend. <laughs> um, so that could that could be the one yeah. thing leading me to hold for the week. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
The next game is the Cowboys and Knights up there on Saturday night, I believe, in Townsville. Uh, poor old Knights can't take a trip. They've dropped both of their halves, Clifford and Clune, although I think Clune might be injured. Tex Hoy comes in at 5'8", Phoenix Crossland at halfback. Uh, that looks pretty gross to me. Uh, Sasagi's also dropped jersey 18. Brody Jones is out. Lockie Fitz comes back in, and as does Dom Young on the wing. Kurt Mann remains out. For the Cowboys, the high-flying third-place Cowboys, they are unchanged, unsurprisingly. Um, I know we we gave the Cows a bit of grief pre-season and early in the year, especially Chad, but uh, I don't think Chad's done anything to prove us wrong. But the Cowboys have certainly, you know, they haven't really beaten anyone until the weekend, but that was a real statement game, Tubes. And uh, Scotty Drinkwater. Well, yeah, it's, it's all Drinkwater. Like, I mean, they're, they're obviously... Drinky. Uh, Peyton's clearly got them all humming on the same tune now. Tomalolo looks back. There's not much, as much sort of that lazy disgruntledness on the field, but but really Drinky's brought the spark to their attack and really uh, taken the pressure off Chad having to do anything except, you know, just bark a few orders and kick the ball, um, So, which is what he does best. Yeah, I, I've... Um... I've been impressed by Drinkwater. I mean, there was huge raps on him when he was at the Storm. And a good friend of the pod, uh, GTT, who won't listen to this because he hates Supercoach, but he he follows NRL uh, better than anyone I know. And he he actually, he one of his worst takes was he actually thought they were wrong to let Drinkwater go over Pappenhausen. Now that's been proven completely incorrect. But I just love what they've done with Drinkwater putting him to fullback. He can't tackle. So having him in the front line is a nightmare because he can't read and then his actual defense is terrible as well. But from fullback, he's a really skillful um, player. He's a powerful runner and he's silky smooth. So, yeah, good on him for getting him humming. And I actually also like Hammer off the bench as a bit of a spark kind of X-factor player to bring on um, when you're looking. It's a bit it's a bit more of an origin thing, but um, – he looked good when he came on, yeah. And Val's bringing some X factor in just what he's trying to do, not playing that, you know, stock standard centre role. He, he's getting a bit more involved as well. I like him. I think the the forward pack um, is a little bit underrated. They've got some some young blood there and they've been doing really well, getting a lot of momentum. And then Tamalolo obviously back in form. Uh, you know, I think the big winner out of that has been Dearden. He's just sort of taking that ball to the line off a quick play, the ball, selling the candy as always. And, and he got another try on the weekend doing the same thing. So, yeah, I'm really liking what the what the Cowboys are bringing in. I guess it's now you're looking at Supercoach sort of lineups and you're seeing teams playing the Cowboys. They're the second uh, behind, just behind Panthers in terms of points let in this year. So, uh, yeah, it's, they're obviously um, someone to watch if you're... No, I still, I still don't... Their them. defense has been really good. I still don't think they're awesome in attack like they're not I don't think I still they might make the eight because where they are now I, I, I'm not sure that I've got them as a top eight side still but I, I'm you know happy to be proven wrong there um, super coach options Jason Tamalolo 600k now he's probably at his peak price or maybe not he could go higher but he but he offers excellent round 13 coverage Dan um, at both front row and second row definitely an option for Payne Haas sellers yeah, I think, again, if you're flying and you don't have any other issues, you could 
make 50K and bring it in low, low. And, and then he's got that round 13. Uh, so he's a really safe, secure buy. No problems with that. Uh, Cotter showed, you know, big minutes on the weekend and, and huge output, you know, getting the 75 with no attacking stats. So he is an option as well, but there is a lot of chat about him, maybe uh, potentially. Really? Yeah. He's thick. He's their kind of player. Yeah. So I look, I would be a bit wary on bringing him in. Uh, he was, you know, looking as a sell before the weekend and uh, Peyton's minute does change around the minute. He played 80 well, on the weekend. So. Yeah. It's crazy. No I think that had to do with the, like the humidity, tough conditions up there. Needed a, you know, a hard earned thirst needs a big cold beer type scenario. And Cotter's the toughest. So uh, Lolo's minutes are are, are back tough. to an extent. So since round uh since round five now, he's played fifty nine minutes, sixty four, seventy one, sixty three, and then fifty eight on the weekend. So seems to be pretty settled into getting around that sixty minutes, which is all he really needs to to keep busting out these those those good super coach scores. Yeah, I think he's the safe option for Haas sellers because the other thing is uh, him and Pangai are the two ones for me because when Haas is back and you want to bring him in, you just slot him down a second row forward and those are kind of keeper numbers, you know, 60 to 65 average. So Yeah, looked very good on the weekend against Parramatta. I didn't yeah. watch the whole game but certainly looked good in that line break towards the back end and just was moving moving well, bit of a jig. Yeah. Looking good. Yep. Um Storm Dragons, Sunday afternoon. Hopefully getting out of this one, Tubes. Uh, it is Mother's Day. That's the only concern. But we'll, we'll do our best. Oh, it's locked and loaded. I'm, the, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I've got Theo's on, Theo's on board. Yeah, no, it would be good to take the, the young fellas out. Um, for the uh, for the Storm, uh, Tepoi Moiroa, who was actually a little bit of a popular trade-in last week with the with the dearth of downgrade options, he got a little, he got a meet, he got on for a meaty, and then he was only on for two minutes, and then hurt himself, and he's gone. Um, he's replaced by Jordan Grant. Irami is in the reserves. Interestingly, uh, otherwise unchanged. Jack Bird at six. Uh, surely he's not back yet. He's, I'm sure his arm's broken. Amone bench, Sullivan dropping off, but I wouldn't be surprised to him miss, see him miss out again. Uh, they probably want to give him a week anyway while they get a paddling off the storm. Um, not a lot to touch on here. Storm guys are just airborne. Dan, uh, this is something we spoke about pre-pod. I'm not sure I can get around it, but could you be looking to sell, move on Ryan Pappenhausen next week when he maxes out in price at around 900, 950K? Only for Turbo. That would be the only reason. Uh, you know, it's just you, you can't beat him at the moment. I tried to beat him on the weekend, Captain Teddy, and, uh, you, you know, he still busts out 100 and he did it did it easy, I think. So, yeah, look, this week he's still got a low break and even, but he's going to be 950K. So it would be a massive pod play next week to... To dump him, I think if you think he's chance of getting that fourteen spot at Origin, uh, and you're a little bit desperate, that's the only reason I'd bring him. Yeah, in. not not for me. Um, yeah, yeah, not bring yeah. him in, take him out. Yeah, I mean he did. He didn't even get a try on the weekend, did he? One hundred and seven without a try, um, and he like he, he was kind of struggling for attacking stats all game, and he just kind of poked up with a couple, couple of nice upgrades. He's eight hundred ninety four k now. Yeah. Probably you could take a risk to go, well, I'm going to get Turbo to take him on. Um, and I think that's 
that's about it. But he's just he's so good to watch. He's so fun to have him in your team. Um, are the Storm Wingers still an option to buy? Meany and, and Coates? With the Remia there, probably not not Meany. Um, I dropped Coates a few rounds back um, and thought I was thought I did the right thing when he got a 15 after that, but then it's just gone bang, bang. Seven tries in the last two games. Uh, playing the Dragons this weekend, could be on for 10 tries in three games. So uh, I he's got a huge break even, uh, negative break even. I think it's minus 51. So... Uh, I can't. You just got to know what you got to know. Um, you got to just know what you're in for. Like, yes, he's got back-to-back tons, but before that, he had back-to-back sub-20 scores. So you can't complain when he gets those. You've just got to be happy with his 60 average (laughs) in the middle. When, um, yeah, I mean, he's gone huge the last two weeks, and still over the last four rounds, I think he's about a 70 average. So, you know, that's that's exactly what you're in for. So if you can if you can play him when you think he's going to explode. And you get that right, that's huge. And then you can bench him if you've got um, other center wings. That he's also going to play tough games. So, yeah. And so Storm's good run, not that it matters too much, but it does come to an end after this week. And they've got... For Panth- a week. For a week. They, well, they got <laughs> Panthers, Cowboys, e- Seagulls. Not, you know, which, as we just spoke about, Cowboys defense has been pretty good. Seagulls with Turbo back is meant to be a top four side. So... Yeah, I wouldn't be bringing in any of Coates um, or Nick Meany now. I wish I owned both over the last couple of weeks, but um, not to be. Tubes, what about your boy, Zachy Lomax? Uh, how, you, how are you currently feeling about him? Yeah, he's – I mean, he's still doing he's – te- He's teasing, isn't he? Yeah, I've still got 42 on the weekend. Would they score one try? Um, and not him, the, the team, and he kicked one of the goals or something. Like, so he didn't do much. He's still got 42. Um, looks like he's got plenty of rabbit about him. Um, so <laughs> not not haven't been enjoying cheering him on since his <laughs> incident with uh, uh, the you, back you row turn, from you, the Knights. You uh, turned into, uh, into, turn into, turn into an old fogey, Tubes. Uh, so, but but no, he's he's it's a tough game this weekend, uh, and he I think I'll he'll be staying in my side in the long term. Yeah, I just, I mean, I want him, but I'm also happy he just hasn't had that big game yet. They're just, just the Dragons won three on the trot now, but yeah, he's a tease. You got to be careful with these with these bad teams. Like they're no good still. And I, I, I swear, I don't think the Cowboys. Are, anyway, we've spoken about them. I don't think the Cowboys are good either. But yeah. I'm not. I can't have Cowboys as a hard game for the Storm. <laughs> I just, not. I, I can't think about trading Pappenhausen purely because. Like, don't you want to end the year? You want to have Pappenhausen. You want to have Munster. You want to have Harry Grant, and probably some other Storm players in your team. Like, so yeah. the more you get rid of these, some of these players, you have to just get them back in. Uh, but Storm are just unbelievable. Yeah, I think I think the only reason, like, you're looking at Pappenhausen for Turbo is because Teddy is so um, such a low price at the moment for him. You know, if Teddy was. Teddy was hovering over the 70, 750K, something like that. I'd probably look Yeah, it's, it's funny the mentality from that. super coaches as well. It's like, oh, Teddy's had a couple of down weeks, so we're going to sell him. But he's so cheap. You've got to realize what you're selling. You're selling a 65-point average. Like, like that's – and Teddy yeah. is Teddy is better than that. Yeah. Like, yes, he's had some bad weeks, but 
the Roosters couldn't be going any worse. They got beat by the Bulldogs on the weekend. He still scored. He still turned up just about. Um, yeah, like I, I just got, I, I can't, yeah. I can't bring my, you can't, you can't my rational mind can't week. compute Definitely. selling Teddy to Turbo for those prices. Yeah, and the best is just how many people there is that sold Coates when he got 15-15 and now two weeks later they're going to bring him oh, in back. after get <laughs> 100-100. <laughs> I just hope he goes fifteen, fifteen for the next. It's a bit two of the weeks. stags. It's a bit of the stags situation all over for those yeah. guys. There's probably people out there who sold stags at that low point and sold coats at that low point. Yeah, sold stags, sold coats to bring stags back in. Yeah, <laughs> now selling stags again to get coats back in. Final game of the round is Sunday Arvo down there at the mighty Points Bet Stadium, Fortress Points Bet. Uh, Sharks versus the Warriors. Uh, Team changes there. Uh, Dale Finucane named to come back again, but as we saw on the weekend, he was a late withdrawal. Hopefully all is well with Big Dale and his head. Uh, Cam McInnes is back to the bench. Braden Trindle, 18th man. Uh, bit doing with the reserves with Tracy and Ikevalu, who are back fit, but you wouldn't think they're anywhere near the team with the boys, Talakai, Ronaldo, etc., in such good form. Uh, DWZ is back for the Warriors, back from his concussion. Uh, and importantly, popular uh, cheapy Villa Mai Vallea retains his spot at centre. And former Terrace Crew team member Ellie Katoa is named to start. Tubes, uh, I touched on uh, you and Eight Gun earlier in the pod, and thank God I held on to him for his big 107 last week. Uh, is he someone that you could consider as a buy this week at 500? and 60K roughly. I think he could. I think uh, it's unfortunate for those that sold him. Given he's still got that center wing status, I think he's a he's a definite keeper in the center wing for this year. Uh, but with those cheapies in the center wing, I won't be looking to to be bringing him into, into my team for this week. Well, yeah. how are you feeling, Dan? Yeah, that... Uh, that... Warriors Raiders game was a shocker for me on the weekend. Uh, dropping Aiken and watching, watching him do what he did with a with a try and a, a, a try assist, and then playing Schneider. I thought he was in for a big big one, and you know Schneider's usual base of thirty is gone right off to six points on the weekend, and he got lucky with a with a try assist off the Jackie Boyd try. But uh, yeah, I I probably wouldn't be bringing you and Aiken in at five fifty k. He does play the buy rounds. Yeah, I've got. He's not an. He's not an inspiring yeah, can't option. Can't bring it back I'll, in. I'll give you that. Um, no, but again, probably like a low low at front row forward. He's fairly safe. Uh, safe for your centre wing and second row forward this year as well. So, I think it's only really if you if you're really yep. secure everywhere else. Uh, just quickly on the Sharks, uh, it was an unfortunate week for new Talakai owners, bought him in for his 36, spent a lot of money for the privilege. Um, I thought he still looked really good. Uh, he just didn't get the opportunity or ball tubes. Yeah, I think there's the, the one big question for this week is, do I captain Hines or do I captain Talakai on Sunday <laughs> afternoon? And and that's 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 my big problem to solve before... 4 p.m. Sunday. So who who gets the job on Talakai from the Warriors? Is it Valaya? It doesn't matter who it is. Like nah, they're, they're outside the backs. So yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Barry? Uh, Barry. Rocco Barry. So 
Yeah, Ruckle. It'll um <laughs> it, I think I think uh the sharks are gonna be in for a, a nice Saturday afternoon down at Shark Park. So uh yeah, I'll be I'll be putting the C on one of them. Yeah, Probably wow. Hines, but I'd love the pod talakai option. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'll I'll be sticking fat with my boy Paps, but um yeah, we're gonna have to figure out how we can watch that after the after the uh, Dragons Storm game tubes. We'll, we'll figure that out later. All right, well that'll that'll uh, that'll see us out for. Is there anyone, was there anyone else, Dan, you wanted to to touch on quickly on the Sharks, or you had enough of them for this week? Yeah, not at all. I, I'm I'm hoping that Hines has a fairly low week this week. I'll be looking to bring him in next week. Uh, I will be very scared as a non-owner this yeah. week though. Yep. All right, well, let's move right along now. Trades for this week. Uh, as far as trades go this week, I was actually hoping to save a trade or two this week, but um, looking more and more likely with Payne Haas out that I'm going to have to replace him um, with probably Tavita Pangai. Now, I'm not super sold on Pangai, but he does play around 13 and he has got a level of consistency with his game. His base isn't there every week, but his offload as long as it's not wet, he seems to be busting out an offload. So he's hasn't scored a try for a while. Hopefully the dogs can pick up a bit. I'm kind of happy as the best option. And that also allows me to get two Pilotu in for one of my nuffs, who is James Schiller. Um uh, and that and that frees up that 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 cash from a uh, Haas to Pangai will free up enough cash for me to get two Pilotu. Tubes, um, what are you looking at trade wise this week? I'm definitely not Saving any trades this week. I've got about five trades that I want to make. So you go on the boost. Uh, so so I'll use the boost, but I'll list those five, and it it honestly could be any combination of them. Cash isn't an issue for me at the moment. I've got a hundred and twenty k in the kitty. David Fafita's got to go, um, yeah, and right. Sam Walker. I sort of want to get rid of, but I I, I could consider holding him. So I, the players I want to look at bringing in is, as I mentioned already, Colin Matungi. I want to look at bringing in Tamalolo. I want to look at bringing in Scott Drinkwater. I can get just those three players and well, high, um, high price tags, pretty, <laughs> pretty high price tags. And I've got an, and there's you know, and then I'd still have a hundred k left over. Um, but I also want to bring. I don't have either Tass or uh, Tool Pelotu, so. I can downgrade some center wings or back rowers. I can even get rid of Randall and through Jules bring in um, one of those cheapies as well. So I've got plenty of options. I just need to figure out what my best trades are uh, for the week. It would be great if there was one where you had a button, a chip to be used during the year where you could go, right, reset team. It sounds like this would be the week for you for the reset team button to be pushed. Yeah. Yeah. I think – Tommy Sangster, if you're out there, I think that that would be a great addition to the game yeah, one day. Just a reset. You, you keep the same amount of cash that you've got, but you can just go and re yeah. pick your whole team. Reset your team. Yeah. So it'd be great. Uh, yeah. So I'm probably leaning uh, towards a blend of those, uh, and it'll, I'll probably be looking at bringing in drink water and possibly bringing in the two cheapies. Um, but but we'll see how we go. Yeah. Um, 
Dan's had to leave us. He's had uh, he's got parent duties uh, just now. Uh, Tubes captains for the week. You mentioned that you're looking at a shark. Uh, who who are you looking at the blue banner they see for? I think Cody against uh, the Broncos on Thursday night uh, is looking is looking pretty good. I suppose probably should do Pappenhausen as well, <laughs> but um, yeah, given I'm coming twenty thousandth, I'm uh, I'm looking for a little a couple of pot options. You need you need, yeah. you need a gamble. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to be probably uh, bread and butter. Probably the VC on Nathan Cleary, home to Parramatta. I might consider looking at a pot option there, but I'm just yeah. For now, I'll, I'll be thinking with that. And yeah, how can you not captain Pappenhausen day game home to the Dragons? It's just mouthwatering. I, cannot wait to cannot wait to watch him. And I don't know how you're going to go watch. I, him I'd say that the there's a chance. With, with the yeah, I say, I'd say there's a chance we'll be sitting there just before the game, and I'll put the C on him just because I won't want to stay yeah. at the game. And he's getting 200. <laughs> he's, on, he's on 150 at half time, <laughs> sitting there, head in your hair. Yes. <laughs> Glorious. Uh, right, a quick game of who would you rather, Tubes? Uh, Angus Crichton versus Josh Schuster. Uh, I, I know I've talked about Schuster, but I think I'd rather Crichton this week. Yep, yep. Uh, Tavita Pangai versus Lolo as Tamalolo as, um, as potential Payne Haas replacements. I'm. Who's the? What's Pangai's price? Is he much cheaper than Lolo? What is he? Yeah, he's five five hundred and sixty two k. Not that much. I'd, I'd I'd still just rather Lolo. I think he looks good now. He looks back to his best. A bit more rock yeah. solid. The only thing with Pangai for me, and I'm looking at bringing Pangai in, and it's not purely because I prefer him. It's because it frees the cash up, but which will be useful for me this week. Um, but I feel like Lolo is you're just locking in that rock solid. 55 to 70 score. With Pangai, like, I feel like if you got lucky, he could go on an average 75 to 80 for the next six weeks with some attacking stats, and he could get 120 in a given week. So I like it as the high upside play in in that who would you Did run. you watch that game on the weekend, though? There was a point where I think it was Pangai uh, against... Uh, one of the Roosters players, I don't know if it was, I can't remember exactly who it was, the plays on their left edge. And and Pangai just gave it. Tupanua? Pangai just gives away a penalty, like holding down too long, gets a little shove in the head. I think it was Victor Radley actually. Gets a little shove yeah. and then gets blown a penalty and then just shoves Radley in the back of the head. Like he's, he's just like, he's just so dumb and, I just can't, I, I almost can't bring him into my side just because of that. Yeah, it, it, it's a trade-off. You're getting you're getting volatility with Pangai, but you're getting consistency with with Tamalolo. So, yeah, I, like I said, it, it suits me for Pangai. So I'm I'm kind of trying to trying to talk myself into Pangai, yeah. but we'll see. Hopefully, there's a bit more news on Payne Haas as the week unfolds. Uh, cheapy of the week: Tua Pilotu versus Isaiah Tars. Uh, Tars for me. Uh, South still got a good run. I think he's Tane Milne's been that terrible <laughs> that he's surely locked in that spot, and he looked like he could play. Jackson Paulo just lurking, just a bit of a worry there. Tass had wraps on him all preseason yeah. and then got injured just yep. before the start of the season, so it's it's possible. It's probably yeah, he should be his spot to lose now. Yep, yep. I'm I'm strong as if you didn't notice earlier. I'm really strong on Tui Pilotu. 
He, I saw him in the flesh against Cronulla a couple of weeks ago. He looked great. Looked great again on the weekend. He's got tackle busting ability. He's got turbo back to feed him a bit of ball. Left wing would be great if he stayed on that left wing and they moved Garrick over to the right, who has played a bit of right wing before, but I know Tui Pilotu has as well. So I would suggest it's probably Tui Pilotu to the right wing, but I think he's a great buy this week and, um, yeah, can't wait to bring him in. Uh, final, who would you rather for the week, Tubes? And I think we know the answer to – oh, actually, no, maybe not. Drink water versus Cody. Oh, I'd, Honestly, this is a tough one. I'm – I. I'm hoping to have both this by the end of this weekend. So oh, if I didn't already own Cody, I think I'd still get Cody. I think the pod play would be to get drink water, which might draw me a little bit more to him. Uh, but Cody at a hundred K less is, with his pedigree. I'd probably, I'd probably lean in Cody. Yeah, it is. It is tough. Cody's cheaper. Cody for me, but yeah, concede drink water is on a bit of a tear. Um, what we're going to do this week as well with our who who would you rather's once we once we release the pod and give a give people a time to listen to it we might uh tomorrow night or Thursday morning we might actually do a bit of a couple of Twitter polls with our who would you rather to see what the audience thinks so get along on Twitter find us at NRL at NRL SC Pod Pod and get along and vote and we'll see what the crowd thinks in terms of these who would you rather's right. Uh, it's been a long pod tonight, but we've got a couple of segments coming back. We've got questions with Tubes. Uh, Tubes, first question comes from uh, our recent pod guest, uh, C-Mac, uh, coach of the Shark, C-Mac Shark Attack down there from the New South Wales Southern Highlands. Uh, Payne Haas, trade or hold? Um, we've spoken a bit about this tonight, and but could you sell him with a plan to bring him back in three to four weeks? Yeah, I think... Um... I think the this question was very much about like similar to probably what we brought up with Pappenhausen. Could you sell a definite keeper, a gun, and yep. with a plan to just bring them back in in three or four weeks' time? Uh, I think with Payne Haas, if you're planning to bring him back in in three weeks' time, I think you just hold him. Uh, that would be my opinion. Uh, yep. But if you're going to be dropping him now, you're probably looking to drop him over the origin period because he's going to play origin. Um, and as Dan said earlier, there's that risk that with a shoulder injury that he's got, that he's that he's not going to get his same level of minutes coming back. So I think he's actually... I think I've actually talked myself into him being a possible trade this week during this podcast. But, mm. um, yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't bring him back in three or four weeks, but I wouldn't be going with that as the strategy. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know why you'd drop him now and then bring him back mid-origin. doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, I'd be – I think – I think. Yeah, I mean, Payne Haas is a good player and a great super coach player, but he's not going to hurt you. Like, he's a 75, 80 type player. Yeah. Um, he's not going to go out there and bust you a 150 that's going to, you know – how the hell can I not have him? It's a different situation with Ron Pappenhausen. I think most of our other questions, uh, which were around purchasing players, we probably covered most of them during the pod. Obviously an extensive deep dive into teams this week uh, around players Mm. like Crichton and Brimson, et cetera. We'll probably just wrap up the pod in a bit of a a renewal of the tubes as tirade section and, Give the audience what they want, Tubes. <laughs> this week, I think 
I, I, I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but certainly uh, me and you caught up on Sunday morning after watching Parramatta get belted by the Cowboys on Saturday night. And I honestly think it should be a sackable offence that uh, Brad Arthur has picked his son, Jake Arthur, at 5'8 and moved their best player in Dylan Brown into the centres and going under the guise of, oh, we've got we've got a, short, a shortage in the centres and so we've I've had to move him to to play there. It just makes absolutely no sense. It's actually negligence. Like as in I would fire him for negligence in just making that decision. A, a shout out to one of the pod listeners in in uh in Crookie who got up and about on Twitter about this on Saturday night and and suddenly ended up in the back page of the paper in, yeah. in Buzz's Get him, in Buzz's article. But it it sort of leads into the second part of the tirade is just bloody news corp and their defending of their beloved coaches like they they obviously have their favorites and they have the ones that they dislike obviously ricky's the the mother child of of the golden, golden boy, boy of, golden of boy. the and so ricky gets beat they're coming second last and then you, you and then the bulldogs win so they can't get into barrett this week so they're going you thinking oh who they're going to get stuck into oh they'll get stuck into uh uh, Brad Arthur, because but instead they flip the conversation to go, oh, people have been bullying poor Jake Arthur and Brad Arthur. It's like he, he just if he didn't make such horrible decisions in ter- in terms of picking his seventeen, that people wouldn't be saying anything. And anyway, it's just all a bit of a it's a bit of a joke. No, no, no keep going. Don't anyway. Don't anyway. You're on a roll. <laughs> it's just there. it's just anyway. It's 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 killed me from a super coach perspective of Brown, but also just listening to to the narrative. Uh, it's good to see that he's been dropped this week. Obviously, Opacic is back. But surely, if you're going to use the excuse of we don't have much in the centres, play Jake Arthur in the centre. Or... Yeah, put Jake, that's what I couldn't understand. Put Jake Arthur in the yeah, centre. Like, like you can stick any, you can stick anyone. Could stick you in the centre's tubes. You'd do a job. Yeah, run, a, run, a, run a few lines. <laughs> uh, get your body, get your body in the way. Few, they, I watched, why did, I don't even know why, I watched the Knights para New South Wales Cup game a couple of weeks ago and para smashed them uh, on a good bit of family time on a there. Sunday afternoon. I think I was uh, on, or I got the KO mini, I can't remember, but they got a, um, <laughs> they got a winger, uh, a, a, um, uh, a, a Fijian winger on, on, uh, for, for Parramatta and he looks an absolute gun. Like surely they can bring somebody into the side, it just seems like a bit of a joke. It makes no sense. Like Dylan Brown, and, and you could see the pressure that heaped on Moses. It's no surprise to see Moses have his worst game of the season when he's expected to do it all. Now, Jake Arthur might make it as an NRL player. You get enough cracks at this stuff, you you generally can fit in yeah, somewhere. Yeah, Brad Finch, yes. Um, yeah, Finchy. Anyway, but we, won't, <laughs> we won't go down that path. <laughs> probably, the less, probably the less said about Finchy, yeah. the better. But uh, Anyway, it's it, the, the best bit about all this. This is a long tirade, but it's it's worth it. I'm glad you I'm glad you got fired up about this, tubes. The funniest bit about this to me is is that everyone they get stuck into the to the so called quote unquote trolls for saying that how can you you know a really justified opinion that how can you move your best player from the most key position in your side at five eight to the centers probably your least important position and then. People get stuck into those people who have that opinion, and then 
the coach ended up basically just saying, yeah, yeah, you guys are right. I'll put, put Brown back to 5'8 <laughs> this week. Technically agreeing with them. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, well done, Crookie. Stand up, fight the good fight. It wasn't bullying. And, um, yeah, you're not alone in that opinion. Uh, Tubes, wonderful pod. Welcome back. It's been a great return. I'm I'm saying that's the tirade of the season so far. So um, I'm expecting big things again next week. Uh, really enjoyable pod. Thanks for Dan for his time earlier. And uh, looking forward to getting out to a bit of footy this weekend, Tubes, and, uh, and should be a beauty. Hopefully can... Uh, improve hopefully everyone listening improves their super coach coach ranking this week